Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, sometimes I watch them. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, I'm sharing an episode of my other podcast that I host with my friend Jack, a worthless film podcast where the films aren't worthless, just the opinions are. On this week's episode, we reviewed the newest MCU installment, Black Widow. It's been a long time since we've seen an MCU film in the flesh, and it's also the first time we've reviewed any MCU installment, so this is a big deal, especially when considering that we've gone over the complete Snyderverse. So check this out, and if you like it, make sure to take a look at that podcast. I don't post everything that we do over there, so you're not going to want to miss it. As always, there are going to be complete spoilers for Marvel's Black Widow, so consider yourself warned. And remember to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics, and make sure to clobber the like and subscribe buttons, as well as leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Now, here's your episode of a Worthless Film podcast on Marvel's Black Widow. Alrighty, and welcome back. It's been a while to a worthless film podcast where the films are not worthless, just just the opinions, the opinions are. are. <laughs> 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 okay, peek behind the curtain. This is our second take of that, and we still messed it up. So you know, this is what we're going I th- with. I think we're doing just fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a while though, so it's glad to be back. But a lot has changed, and so yes. Well, for one of us. <laughs> I'm I'm a new man because I I got married I sold out and <laughs> I have a wife but she's the best so it evens out perfectly. You know what? Actually, right now would be the perfect time to touch on the fact that Jack has he my favorite feature. Well, the wedding was wonderful and I was there and it was wonderful. So this isn't me. Yep. It was the little okay. So at everyone's <laughs> table before we even get into the episode this week, at the table <laughs> we. Jack had popcorn, little baggies of popcorn set up, and I took mm. a photo of it. Mm. I took it said, and so on the popcorn is a like cute little popcorn, but on top of it, it was a little steel little baggie with a sticker on it, and the sticker had her favorites and his his favorites, movies and television. Yes, yes. Whose idea okay. was that? So that was her idea. Uh, anything cool and fun and cute or like aesthetically pleasing at the wedding. Was definitely her. Um, <laughs> Jack was like all, all of it was her. <laughs> Jack's like any hideous toad you saw was me. <laughs> yes, yes. Anything that went wrong was definitely my fault. Oh um, my gosh! No, that was definitely that was her idea. Uh, but we definitely, yeah, I was very excited about it. It was really hard. So basically, I wonder if I do you have a picture of the list? I do. I have it right here. I can send it to you right okay. now. I mean, and yeah, I don't as know, we I mean, do I don't that, know, I don't know. I got you right here, brother. Let's but as we do oh, that, you, I just you. sent it. Um, I think it's super important. So I guess I have a question for you before we, 
whatever you need to say yeah, as, hey, as it sends. How hard was it to come up with this list? Okay, so that's what I was getting at. So, uh, so basically, the list is our favorite movies and TV shows. Uh, it was really one. It was really hard to create this list, and two, it was really hard to create the kind of list because it's like, are these my favorite like classic movies? Like, oh, these are like classics. Like, you know, like a like a Citizen Kane or something like that. Like some yeah. movie everybody's seen. It's critically acclaimed. It's very popular. Or is this movies that like I'm feeling in this moment right now? You know, because sometimes there's movies on my like, oh, this is, I think my, okay, there's a difference between my favorite movies and what I think are the best movies. Those yeah. are different lists, you know? It's like there's movies on my favorite list movies that I don't think are the best movies ever, but they're just my favorite at that time where I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Hannah, my wife, uh, <laughs> gave me <laughs> gave me quite a short time frame to figure this list out. Uh, so I felt a little bit of pressure. So there's definitely things I left out. There's things I forgot. But uh, I don't even know if I should give away my list of favorites on the podcast without doing like a separate episode on it. But uh, we will. We, but, are, but wait, that doesn't answer your question too. Like, are these the all-time favorites or are these okay, what so, I'm feeling in so the, the moment favorites? So it's probably a little bit of both. There's definitely some looking at this list now that I would maybe adjust. Uh, but <laughs> it, within I'm a, the like two weeks of <laughs> you've been married. <laughs> okay, well, I made the list a long time ago because she had to get it printed and everything. So I'd say this uh, this list, most of them are ones that I would stand behind today. Still, uh, some of them I would probably be like, well, do I really need Arrow on there for my favorite TV shows? Really? I'm like that's it's uh, a that's a controversial take, man. And what seasons are we talking? Like <laughs> Exactly. Right. If we're talking about the whole show, that's it's it that's definitely not on the list. But if we're talking like, you know, season one and two, like I mean, I think season one and two are pretty good still. Absolutely. Uh, I, did absolutely. I did a rewatch of that show like last uh spring or last fall. Yeah. And it was great. It was great still. That first couple seasons. Uh but yeah, but also there's stuff on here like Invincible. Because I had just Great. watched Invincible when we made the list, uh, I think Invincible is incredible. But I only, I definitely put it on that list because I just watched it and I was so wowed by it. But also, so, I don't know. It's I think that's an all time classic. Like I don't think you need to. Apologize I think it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a classic. But I, what I'm saying here is that, like this list was very much a moment in time. Like in that time, I had things <laughs> in my brain and I was like, I'm putting these things on here because because uh, I can't really, you know, I don't know. But but yeah. this movie's like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, which, which we've, we've talked, talked about, about. On the podcast. Yeah, shout out to that episode. Go listen to it. Um, or movies like uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, uh, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, The Big Sick, uh, Purple Rose of Cairo. Movie. Big Sick is a good movie. Purple I Rose of Cairo I've never seen, and I'm like, if we're ever looking for content, we could gladly just go through this list because I, exactly. I've seen some of these, obviously, but some of those I haven't seen, and I'm like, we need to talk about how and why they made the list. Purple Rose of Cairo is like my film school choice. It's a movie I saw my first semester of film school, and I was like, wow, this is cinema. Uh, it's a, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's a very pretentious kind of movie. It's a movie that's, that's okay. all like about movies, so it kind of like you know sucks on the D of like Hollywood a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and it's a Woody Allen movie, and he's like kind of like super sketchy now, but uh, well he has been, but everybody knows he's super sketchy. He literally now. just came out with another movie. Yeah, he's he's kind of a dirtbag, but yeah, I still think it's a great movie, and it has Jeff Daniels in it. Which is really cool. Yeah, but he's not really like funny in the movie. He's kind of like more 
like cool guy in the movie. I like um, that, but I think it's rad. So we should talk about it sometime. Yeah, no, there's a couple. There's a couple on the list for Hannah's choices. Let's just hit just some brief ones. Book smart. I love music and lyrics. Mamma mm. Mia one and Mamma Mia two. Here we she's go again. Fan. She's a super fan. MCU to me is Mamma Mia verse to Hannah. <laughs> she goes deep on the lore. She knows everything about it. That's that's fine, but man, like Marvel Comics as an <laughs> as a body of work with that much history, and then just the body of work of ABBA. Maybe I'm just super unfamiliar, <laughs> but wow, <laughs> that's a deep deep cut. And she she knows the deal with it. Okay, don't even don't even try to quiz her because you're gonna look stupid if you do. I, I probably will, and I'll probably look stupid <laughs> if I try to quiz her. <laughs> Imagine the questions I try to make up for that one. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of Mamma Mia, this week we went over Black Widow. (laughs) (laughs) Seamless transition there. Seamless. That's what you come here for. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, Speaking of Mamma Mia, so we went over Black Widow this week. And actually, you know what's crazy, Jack, is this is our, we've done like pretty much two thirds of the DC film universe, and now we are. This is our first take in the Marvel in the our Marvel first Marvel movie. universe. Uh, um, a, a universe we arguably enjoy a lot more and probably have more to say about. It's our first movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, exactly. I don't, don't want to speak for you, but I, I <laughs> in terms of quality, I think there's definitely a bit more quality in, in terms of film when it comes to the MCU. You know, there's different strokes for different folks. And, like, you know, you can't argue what Marvel's done. Like, yeah. I... And, you know there's so many factors within this there's like sheer quantity like yeah they you they have like you know 22 movies in their universe i I, that's probably off now but yeah you lose count and that's literally the point like yeah several plus yeah yeah so it's like that body of work and like generationally there's more than that and then there's it's all starting to become multiversal blah 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 like there's so many factors and so i guess yeah, I, we don't need to make this an MCU conversation because that no, can be. I mean, but naturally, it can be a little bit. You know, we can, we can it can a little bit in there. Of course, because it's our first. But I think what one of the things that I really want to focus on, and like I'd love to take because this character has been one of the longest standing members. Probably, well, she made her first appearance in Iron Man two, and she's mm-hmm. now been through that. I, I didn't actually write down how many movies she's been in, which now I feel bad about. But been a she's lot, been though. a a staple of the entire so every Avengers yeah. she's been in uh I can probably count it right now. She's been Iron Man two, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Avengers two, uh Civil War, in both Infinity Wars, uh And then this one, that's seven eight so movies, far. yeah. And the eight, yeah, eight movies. I well, no, you're right. her contract. I think that's her entire think, contract too. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is Marvel stopped contracting actors now. Wow, yeah. Yeah, because Paul Bettany's contract expired. Yeah. That's probably how they get, like, an Angelina Jolie to be in a movie. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, we just want you to have fun. It's it's crazy. I'm just like... Yeah. You know what I mean? That's That's not... How's this? I don't think anyone on DC has ran out of their contract, and that's just how the the universes are different, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, okay, within those eight movies, I guess... How how do you feel Scarlett Johansson has done honor to the role of like Black Widow? Like how do you feel about her relationship with the MCU? Yeah, I feel like so okay, so originally 
Black Widow. She wasn't supposed to be Black Widow originally. It's supposed to be Emily Blunt. Oh, wow. But she was doing another movie. I can't remember what movie it was. It wasn't Edge of Tomorrow. Um, it was uh, A Quiet Place. Tomorrow. True. Classic. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, but like at the time, Iron Man 2, uh, she was, they really wanted Emily Blunt. Like, they were like, you are Black Widow. You are perfect for the role. I think she'd be great at the role. Like, honestly, like, I would love to see a multiverse kind of Emily Blunt, Black Widow situation. Especially yeah. seeing her in Edge of Tomorrow where she, like, kicks so much ass. I haven't seen her kick uh, ass. She's insane in that movie. It's amazing. Um, but she goes so hard. Like, you watch that movie, you're like, wow, I need to see you as Black Widow a little bit. But um, <laughs> but they really want, so they really wanted Emily Blunt. But she had, like, a scheduling conflict and she couldn't do it. So they went with Scarlett Johansson, and I rewatched Iron Man two recently. She's not really a huge presence in that movie. No, uh, no. But I think it was a fun introduction. I kind of wish they did more of like the Hawkeye thing for her in that movie that they did with Hawkeye and Thor. Um, yeah, where they kind of like have him in for like a second. It's kind of a little like snapshot. But, um, but I think she's a character who's gotten better every time we've seen her. Um. With the exception of Winter Soldier, she kind of was like, I feel like she kind of stole the show a little bit in Winter Soldier. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, like that relationship between her and Cap, like in Winter Soldier, like that friendship, but like her kind of like also being like that playful character and like flirting with him, but also like kind of trying to like stay in control. And like we saw, I think in that film, the most, like the most dimension to her character um, that we've seen in any other movie, minus Black Widow. Um, yeah. but especially like seeing Age of Ultron after that, where I think was probably her worst movie. Yeah. Um, not well, that was not all of fault. their worst movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I I blame I don't, I do not I think she did good with what she was given in that movie, but like all the like writing and directing choices from Joss Whedon kind of I think did a lot to her character in that movie that yeah. they needed to like they need to change later on. Um, especially the Hulk romance, which was horrible. Nobody but, wanted that. Nobody wanted that. But I think she is such a presence in all these movies. And she, I feel like, is such a, I feel like she's such a character that kind of, um, is kind of like a glue character that kind of brings so many different groups and so many different films together. Yeah. And, and helps kind of establish the universe in such a way. Like, I feel like she was at first like a, like a face for S.H.I.E.L.D. And kind of like that side, like the spy side, and like all this like kind of government espionage stuff. Um, but she completely transformed into like all these different kind of realms with each movie she was in. Um, I really, I've really enjoyed her stuff. You know, I, I have a different take. I think that Dang. she, I think she's just someone that has been so underserved by this universe. Like, Oh, I, 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 I completely agree. I completely agree. I'm like, I think you're right. Like with what she was given, it was amazing. But like, I think, okay, here's, and I don't mean to be this guy with a chip on my shoulder about the whole thing is like, you know, it took Marvel 18 movies until like Captain Marvel came out to have a female yeah. lead, which is yeah. frankly unacceptable. And so, mm -hmm. um, for the, and like, because this character has been around for so long, I just, everyone, even since like Ultron, everyone wanted a Black Widow movie and Marvel just yeah. never quite got it together. Like, I think this movie yeah. happened because of the fans kicking and screaming. And then mm -hmm. to have her pass away, in Endgame, 
is just yeah. oh my gosh like it i i just thought i was like oh my gosh that's so frustrating like this is the one time yeah. i want a comic book loophole to be like oh she's not really dead it was a scroll like i thought that could have been yeah. the best intro for the scrolls ever not that a scroll would actually sacrifice themselves for like hawkeye but damn i just <laughs> wanted something like that um yeah. and so then like it, it I was excited for this movie because I'm like, man, like mm-hmm. finally, like, because I think she's so cool. Like, m- my ultimate Black Widow scene is like in a- in Avengers one, like her introduction. Like, mm. not that's not the first time we see her, but yeah, her yeah. intro in that movie where she's just getting interrogated or whatever. And yes, and she's like, these guys are giving up everything. And like the phone, the phones for her. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. And so yeah, I was waiting for her to be like super duper cool and. It, I, we never just got. I think you're right when you say like in Captain America: Winter Soldier, that's when we got the most of her. And I'm like, I I always just wanted more of this character, and we mm-hmm. never quite got enough. And now it's like we, even if we do get a Black Widow in this universe, it's not going to be Nat, and that is unfortunate to me. And so I I think that like yeah. I'm kind of disappointed with how Marvel really kind of fumbled the ball on this entire character. Like not not that they did her did her wrong. You know what I mean? Like, not like mm. she was portrayed wrongly. Like, I loved her yeah. portrayal. Yeah. It's just they never gave her, like, a spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, so, and that, I think that is what part of what plays into the weakness of this film. Um, okay, I, I generally like this film. Like, I think it's, I think it was generally one of the better ones of the MC movies. I have problems with it. Like, definitely had problems yeah. with it. But I... Yeah. I ge- yeah, I generally liked it. I'll get I'll get into we'll get into some of those things I think I promise. But um but um but yeah, I feel like this movie one of the biggest weaknesses is that it should have come out like 3 years ago. Yes. Like yes. this movie should have been out in 2017. This is a yeah. 2017 movie that and I and I, again, COVID like it was supposed to come out last year and COVID pushed that along, but even last year it was 3 years too late. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's like because, uh, and I you know there's a lot of reasons why that was happening, and a biggest one was Ike Perlmutter, uh, and you who's know, that? So Ike Perlmutter was kind of the guy that was above Kevin Feige for a long time at Marvel. Oh wow! Um, so Kevin Feige's like the executive producer. He's like the the yeah. captain running the ship of all the Marvel movies. But above him at Disney, Ike Perlmutter, uh, a guy who is pretty famously a bit racist and misogynistic. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, he's, he hangs out with Donald Trump all the time. Out. Yeah, <laughs> that works out. He's like besties with Donald Trump. Um, but, uh, he's gone now. Kevin Feige, like got him gone so he can kind of do whatever he wanted to do. But those early, like those first kind of, I, everything pre civil war, I think, um, was, he was still there kind of doing that, like kind of like in that role. Um, where Kevin Feige gets to make a lot of decisions, but he still had to go through Ike to get approval on things and stuff like that. Yeah. So they've wanted to do this movie for a long time. They've had ideas for this movie for a long time. Uh, but someone like Ike Perlmutter uh, was kind of always that voice, like, and this is what, and like he's done this with a lot of different projects when it comes to female characters. Like, oh, uh, they're not popular enough. They won't sell merchandise and toys. Uh, no. Uh, it happened also in Iron Man three uh, when I can't remember the lady's name. Uh, Tony Stark's ex girlfriend in Iron Man three who oh, works yeah, with the yeah. Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, she was supposed to be the main villain. Um, and like in the comic books, like I can't remember her name, but like I remember in, like in that like the extremist storyline, 
she's like the main villain. Like she's the kind of the mastermind behind the extremist project, not uh, Aldrich Killian. He's kind of just like a scientist that's like working for her. Yeah, no, I read uh, Extremis and it was I. I don't like that story, and I don't like Iron yeah. Man Three is my least favorite movie. So I'm just like, yeah, it's all fine. It can all go away for all I care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, but so like she was supposed to be like the. They want her to be the main villain, but Ike Perlmutter was the one who said, uh, absolutely not. Uh, she will not sell toys. So they made Aldrich Killian the main villain, who was uh, very famously the most famous Marvel villain of all time and sold millions of dollars worth yeah. of toys because everybody loved him and everyone thought it was a huge success. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like the second movie after <laughs> Avengers 1, which is like all-star all-time. And then it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, the kind of, that was the kind of the culture at Marvel for a long time under him. Uh, so it was voices like that that would kind of not allow anything like that to happen. Like, oh, nobody's going to go see or buy merchandise or toys for a female superhero. So, uh, no. Yeah. So put her in, put her in another movie. Um, but again, so that's kind of the culture. And he was gone by the time that they were like, by that, like by 2017, 2018, like he was already gone at that point. But a lot of that culture kind of still existed and it took a long time for things to get off the ground. And um, a slate is a slate. You know what I mean? We, they, they, yeah. Even by that scope, if he's gone by 2018 or whatever it be, then it's like, all right, well, we still don't even. Then this this was approximately on that time frame, the soonest we could have gotten this movie. Yeah, yeah, and so, um, yeah, it's 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 such a bummer. But yeah, but I feel like that it hurts the movie because I feel like this would I feel like this movie would have been perfect if it was like around the same time Ant Man and the Wasp came out, uh-huh. like. It's okay if you want to do it right after Civil War, but like you could do it like right after like Infinity War is kind of like a palate cleanser, yeah. like dealing with different things, and then it leads into Infinity War, um, and you know, kind of like it's like Ant Man the Wasp had nothing to do with Infinity War until the post credit scene, and it's kind of just like oh here's something to like you know hold you over until we get to End Game, and yeah. kind of like a distraction, like other things are going on in this world before all this stuff, um. That would have been perfect, or before Infinity War, ideally. Um, but I feel like it being not only just like years later, uh, but also like more than that in the timeline, like five to six, seven years in the timeline yeah. later, it's like I care about this less. This the stakes in this feel a lot, yeah, uh, lessened. I, I, you know, yeah. So. And that's the and that's the that's the hard part of any prequel, but especially this one when uh you know all that stuff is so fresh in our mind. Yeah, I think uh, that was yeah. the one thing. It's like there's no stakes. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest. And this this is the is the first MCU movie since uh, Far From Home, which is like whoa, that's crazy. So yeah, it was just like, but this is the thing. Okay, so for you, how did you said you liked it, like. Did you, where do, where does it rank? And I don't I don't want this to be too much of a spoiler, but you said it's top yeah. half of MCU movies. What? How? Where's your, where? Did, where is it in that top half? Yeah, I I think it's towards the middle. For like, if I'm being real, like I think it's definitely towards the middle. But I think it's definitely better than like a Thor: The Dark World or yeah. oh well, I, and those I, are and like Iron that's Man the worst one. and like yeah. yeah. But like even the worst Marvel movies are still pretty good. Like they're not. Yeah. There hasn't been a Marvel movie where I'm like, oh, this is so bad. Um, yeah. Like even the bad ones are like, oh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so, so really, for yeah. me, I'll be completely honest. I put this movie in, I think, my top five solo hero movies for Marvel. Like, Really? I think I'd put it, like, in my definitive ranking, number six or seven. I thought it was amazing. Okay. Hit me with it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me just go hard, because I feel like that's a hot take. I feel like I, this I, movie... That is kind of a hot take. Yeah. So, also, like, I think I need to kind of let the audience know some a bit more of my taste. I'm so, so as this is coming out, and I don't mean to date this podcast, but this is literally just the timeliness thing. Uh, as this is coming out, Loki is coming out, mm-hmm. and that's a very much a time and space meta narrative story. Yeah. I'm not really into Loki, like, I whoa, okay, oh, I know it's crazy, right? Like, that's just We're not opposites my, then. Oh, that's great. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm watching it all. I'm probably going to watch Give Loki. I'm going to watch them both again because I think it's mm-hmm. unfair to rate the series, like the TV shows, like cuz today the 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 season fin- or series series season, season finale. finale. Yeah. It's already a spoiler though. Like, frick that. But like season finale <laughs> just dropped. And so I'm like, yeah. uh, okay. That just dropped and so now it's like I haven't, I haven't, I actually have like five minutes left of the whole thing because I, I was working mm. all day, da, da, da. Anyways. Yeah. So Loki came out and I'm like, uh, I, I thought going back to like the stakes and everything, I'm like, I don't think there are any stakes in Loki. And I just think it, it's, it's, I'm waiting in that show for something to happen. And I think the stakes, mm. if, if there are stakes, they're way too high. I'm like, I, I do not understand what's happening in this entire universe. Yeah. It's either a lot of action and then it goes multiversal and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a lot of like, okay, we're making our own rules and we're just going with it. And I'm like, okay, this story, I think the biggest strength of this Black Widow sh- uh, movie was its simplicity. And I think that mm-hmm. is the number one thing. And I think the new characters they introduced are amazing. Yeah. I do like the characters a lot. Like, So, so let's talk about the characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah. I was gonna say who's your favorite, but like let let's go one by one because these are new yeah. people in this universe, and I think yeah. it's re- they're going to be mainstays now. And so who do you who do you want to do first? Uh, how do we feel about Florence Pugh as Love her. Yelena Belova? Love her. She's I awesome. think she stole the movie. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm really like I'm getting Miss Scarlett Johansson, yeah. but I'm really excited to see what kind of stuff Florence Pugh is going to do uh, in this universe. Especially given the post credit scene, which we won't spoil right now, but yeah, um, but later, yeah, <laughs> later, though, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I think that I think with through a character like Yelena, they're kind of course correcting what they did with Natasha, mm-hmm. and and I really liked that. I, I like that yeah. they were. It was a little bit more self aware. Uh, it was making mm-hmm. fun because to them, like obviously within their universe. Uh, the way that uh, Scarlett Johansson and, and the Black Widows existing, it's like that's reality, and so they're all about function yeah. and they're all about purpose yeah. and like you know what the, wh- it, there's intention there. In an MCU, like mm-hmm. in a comic book, there's not quite intention because it's like we can make all the fight scenes as pretty as we look, and there's no function. <laughs> Captain yeah. America's shield doesn't comply with physics, <laughs> you know. It's just yeah. that's because that's the narrative we subscribe to. Yeah. But Yelena's very much, uh, she objects to that. And she's like, why do you have to flip your hair every time you freaking do like a weird <laughs> spring landing? And yeah. 
it's 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 meta, but it's also through her lens. There's like a charisma that only I think she can balance that brings this yeah. levity to it. That's she doesn't take herself too seriously at the same time, which yeah. is so interesting. And so I loved her, mm. uh, and like w- with I think going back, taking a step back with all of these characters, there's. I think the the idea of family or making our own family, and that's why these supporting characters are so good. Yeah. Like the way that Yelena is portrayed as, you know, a little sister while not literally being a little sister, and Natasha and her and everyone are trying to reconcile those roles because is this, was, were these memories real or were they fake? Like the answer Mm -hmm. is up to them to ascribe to. And I thought that was so neat how they still all quite fall into those roles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did you think about Alexi's Red Guardian? Interesting. Oh, my. <laughs> I, I, I like, I, you know, how's this? I think I think for a movie that could have been kind of really mean in spirit, I think he added some great levity. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted some more flashbacks with him. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted him also to shave his beard as he was putting on the costume. I'm like, we yeah. just it, it was a very you know what they did <laughs> like they leaned it. into the they leaned into Mr. Incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He would be a great live action Mr. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like I honestly sure honestly right. I think that's a perfect casting. I'm saying that right now. I thought I thought it was good. You know, I liked his I also would have liked to see a little bit more of his like super strength and stuff like we have yeah. no idea how the Red Guardian came to be. We have like or yeah. well, we kind of do. I need to rewatch. Yeah, I've only know. seen this movie once, so okay. Yeah, I, I, I th- okay. So I think he was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, I thought he was super funny. I thought he added a very nice, like, kind of contrast uh, in his energy to the movie because it's the movie like this has a potential to be very grim, especially yeah. dealing with like the Black Widow program. Um, but I think that he kind of added a nice bit of levity. Um, but also kind of keeping with the spirit of things. Like, he didn't feel out of place. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think it's fun. Like, him telling stories about, like, fighting Captain America in the 80s. Like, is he lying? Like, is he... Or did he really fight Captain America? Or did he fight somebody that looked like Captain America that was, like, some other government attempt? Like... Yeah. Yeah. I... I well, I mean, I, that's kind of a spoiler, but... Um, no. I guess we just no, getting spoilers. I don't think so. Are we saying the spoilers? Are we just getting spoilers? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was yeah, I, I tried to tread lightly, <laughs> but like, <laughs> if you spoiler. haven't seen it, then don't listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why are you listening? Does <laughs> you haven't seen it? Um, but uh, yeah, I, like his him telling stories. Like he doesn't really seem like one that would lie. Um, like he seems like someone that would embellish things or right. like or kind of like blow hot air. But he doesn't really seem like you would li- like he has a reason to lie about that. Like he's going around breaking people's arms in prison. Um, doesn't seem like he has anything to prove to them. So, yeah, I would have loved to see some kind of flashback of like him in his prime, like red guardian in the suit, throwing the shield, um, doing, using his weird, like Soviet knockoff of the super soldier serum, um, which makes him seem a bit stronger than Captain America. Oh yeah. Like he was like throwing, he was like, he was like throwing trucks, like no problem. Yeah. But like, but also doesn't have like the, maybe like the sustaining power of the, Captain America serum to where like he's like gotten old and like fatter and like is like let himself go. 
<laughs> yeah, I I thought he was really interesting because the way he contrasted, like obviously with with a with a character like that, there's a contrast to Captain America. That's yeah. you know inevitably will compare them, and so yeah. Cap, uh, or him him kind of taking on Cap. I thought his loyalty to country was such an interesting arc, and like. Mm. Uh, him being disturbed by that and not learning because like you know Captain America kind of gets the whole disillusioned yeah arc and he re- like his entire journey is reconciling that who he is to his country who his country is to him uh it's been a very big theme and I thought it was very cool to like very specifically watch Red Guardian go through that yeah so yeah I I his loyalty to country was very interesting but uh and you know his loyalty to his daughters or air mm. quote daughters because yeah the whole talk that he was trying to give Yelena to make her feel better and it was just the worst i was like that's the most familial <laughs> kind of stuff ever yeah he he definitely seemed a bit different in the beginning of the movie than he did like later after they rescued him from prison like he seemed much more like straight laced and like uh kind of more like a straight shooter in the beginning of the movie but like later, he kind of became more the comedian, and which I, I, I enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, he felt his character or like the way he was playing it felt a little bit different once we saw him again later in the timeline. Um, but it wasn't a problem for me. It was just like something I just saw. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't. Let me pause. Let me pause real quick. Sorry, yeah. sorry. It's over my door. Sorry, got a package delivered. Okay, go. What you get? <laughs> Unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Unboxing video. Uh, okay. All right, go ahead. Um, where were we? Uh, <clears throat> Red Guardian. With with Red Guardian, I thought his his uh, levity actually like didn't separate it like didn't separate him from the movie and then the tone of the narrative at all i thought it was actually the the balance that they struck with a character like him existing but also the very serious stakes with uh natasha and everything Mm. going on with the red room i thought it was like very carefully balanced and like very well done and i i think that's where i'm a minority because i think some people really didn't like that but i i loved it it was yeah i think the biggest thing with something like this is to compare to Loki, not that we need to get super into that, but <laughs> I just like that two very different things. They're very different, but I think this is way more my speed. Like, I think that the stakes and everything going on, like, were very true and simple, like, and easy to understand. Mm. And I think that's what I'm like. I'm like, that's a good story to tell for that character. And like, I just think yeah. that that was that self-contained thing, like whether or not like I agree with the timeline, the movie was taking place, mm. just what, what they set up and what they enacted. I was like, wonderful. All the action set pieces, wonderful. All like the espionage tones loved it. Like loved that. Yeah. There were some moments that they led the audience astray. Like that's what I needed, you know? Well, well, and this is one of my favorite things about this movie. Uh, it truly feels like a self-contained, like it's appropriate that this is self-contained. Like I wasn't watching this and thinking like, uh, why aren't the Avengers helping her? Oh, yeah. Uh, or, like, where's Iron Man in this? Like, why is Iron Man taking care of this? Like, if we watch, like, Captain America, even something like Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Something like that, it's like, I love that movie. I think it's the best MCU movie. 
But that situation, it's like, we should really be calling in the Avengers for this. Yeah. Uh, or like, you know, you could pick any other, any other really MCU solo movie. There's going to be a point where you'd be like, the Avengers should be a part of this. Like, yeah. this is way over the top. And there is not really a reason that this character is taking this on alone other than budgetary constraints or that this is not an ensemble film. Yeah. Um, but this one, like dealing with like espionage stuff and the Red Room and like things that are very personal to this character uh, and like also like given the Civil War situation and like the Avengers being broken up, the, the circumstance for this felt incredibly appropriate like okay no natasha's got this like she's got her team she's got her friends her old family and this is this makes complete sense why it's just them working on this project like they can handle this i don't think we need to call in captain america for this one yeah and like again like i that and that's one of my biggest strengths too like with this film is like it was hers and it was just also the the biggest thing and like for me this this is where i guess my emotive reaction to something like you know kind of blows my ratings up and gets people confused mm-hmm. but i think that like the when i was watching this movie it just reminded me so much of my first time watching spider-man homecoming which is like interesting for, that's like my favorite my favorite two marvel movies are captain america civil war and spider-man homecoming because i think that huh. I have to have a solo film, and then I have to have a... <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> I think that it was, I was, like, watching Peter Parker do, like, the 10-minute web-swinging thing. Yes. Which was so fun, like, just the montage of him, yeah. like, getting out of school finally, and, hey, guys. Do a flip! Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. he's like, yeah, some lady gave me a churro. Like, that was all, yeah. like, uh, like, chef's kiss, perfect, I'm That's waiting for That's my favorite part of that movie. Yeah, I'm waiting for them yeah. to do that again. Like, yeah. and so with Black Widow, I had that that much fun watching this movie, and I think that mm. there's so many things. Like, okay, wait, I I have two questions, but we need to take a step back. <laughs> we, we didn't talk about Rachel Wise, and how did yeah. you like her character? Because I don't want to overlook her. I actually think she was just absolutely amazing. And okay, how'd you like her? I liked her a lot. I thought she was really good. I I expected to see a bit more of her. Um, I feel like she was probably the one of that family that we saw the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, like, the times we were with her, I thought she was great. Um, I It's kind of just like, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about it. I don't really have anything that was Honestly, like, on mind. Honestly, I, like, loved that because we're going spoilers though <laughs> i love yeah. that the direction they took with her where it's like we kind yeah. of all kind of had it set up that we thought red guardian was going to be you know the patriarch and be the one to give them all the answers mm-hmm. and and lead the team and i like that he wasn't incapable but there was a little mm. bit of like a dopiness to him and like yeah it was in it was almost like very michael scott-esque where it's like it's endearing yeah. And like we're glad we have him with us. Maybe they don't feel that way about Michael Scott, but <laughs> it's like they're glad they glad they have they they have him with them. But it's like he is not by any means the leader. And then to show yeah. the girls the one that they held most dear to be this strong, empowered like badass, I thought was mm-hmm. wonderful. And, and and yeah, the way that her and uh, then leading to that like her and Natasha orchestrating such a beautiful like. I guess uh, break in. What? Yeah, I loved that. I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I needed from these characters, and like they really gave yeah. it to me. 
Yeah. Um, I, I guess my then my second question: How do you feel this movie ranks with fighting scenes in the MCU? Like, I'd say it's like number one for me. Ah, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay, I solo thought, hero so I thought this fight movie scenes. was kind of. I thought this movie was kind of light on fight scenes. Okay, I, think, I can I can think of like three, like sequences in the movie where there's like a fight scene, mm-hmm. uh, or like a an elongated fight scene. Um, I think I think I think Winter Soldier has the best fight scenes out of anything um, of the easily. MCU. Actually, that's a MCU. very fair. Yeah, like the that's choreography they did with that, like especially like I'm thinking of that, especially the scene with Bucky and Cap in the street. When they when Bucky's like fighting with him with the knife and stuff, uh, like all that, it's it's crazy. It's so cool. Um, okay, look so, at wait with Go that. Ahead. You're right. You're right. You're you're absolutely right. Because I think now <laughs> now I think right. Because you I, you could have e- easily just said the elevator fight scene from Cap Two, which is yeah a yeah very, that, that movie yeah that movie is insane. Very the, far the argument. amount of work they put into that yeah. But the way I think about like the modern MCU too, I think some of the, like if we're going. I still am waiting for a movie to top the the Batman warehouse scene in Batman v Superman. I, I will stand yeah. on my podium and say that I think DC has the best fight scenes. Um, yeah. But with this one, it's like a lot of Marvel will do like the very quick cuts where you actually don't see the fight yes. scenes. And yes. I really hate that. And this movie yeah. did not do that. Yeah, and that's and I think that's where it gets the inspiration from Winter Soldier because that's what kind of Winter Soldier was like, kind of the first one in the MCU to do that. Like, okay, we're not just gonna cut away when there's a punch thrown, it has somebody like flying across the room. We're gonna show every moment of this fight, and it's gonna feel very raw and it's gonna feel very intense. And, and it's not even that they're doing intense moves; like they are doing intense moves, but it's that you're seeing every bit of it, and it's so well choreographed that you're like, oh my god, like. I'm on the edge of my seat. It's making me anxious watching this. Like I, yeah. I'm at, and it helps you feel for the character. It helps you draws you into that scene. Like, Oh my God, like I'm in this right now. I'm in this moment. Cause I'm not, I'm not given the luxury of taking a break and cutting away. Yeah. Um, and the taskmaster yeah. fight scene on the bridge was so freaking cool. I was like, yeah, I can't. How do you, how okay, did so, you like, yeah, you go. I'm just getting. I'm getting after so it right now. This is this is where I get into my problems with this movie because okay. I have a few of them. So okay, so I wanted to mention real quick. I loved the start of this movie. Oh, the start of this movie is one of the my favorite starts of any MC movie. I think, like seeing them as like the family in Ohio, oh. like Russian sleeper agents, but like they're so in deep that they're like speaking with American access to each other all the time when nobody's watching, and like the sequence of them like escaping, getting on the plane. And then, like all like the uh, like the training stuff that happens afterwards, I thought that was incredible. Like it, I it loved... felt like a completely different movie. Yeah, it did, and I and I love every bit of that. Like I love seeing that. So like that was something I wanted to say so much. But um, okay, so this movie, and this is this is where it falls for me, is that it just feels like so much of this film is just like redoing Captain America: The Winter Soldier, like mm-hmm. not and sometimes sometimes for a lot of times for good. Uh, but sometimes for bad, like, cause like, you know, Winter Soldier, like everybody loves Winter Soldier. It's such a strong formula. It was the first kind of spy espionage movie in the MCU yeah. and it really leaned at, leaned into that genre. And this one is naturally going to echo that because this is a spy character and dealing with a lot of espionage stuff and covert operations. Um, but 
and this is where I get into Taskmaster. Yeah. In that the ta- Taskmaster was just Bucky all over again. Yeah. Like 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 that reveal, like the reveal, quote unquote, of Taskmaster, was literally just the reveal of the Winter Soldier redone, but felt lamer. And it's like, oh my god, like Natasha murdered this child, uh, and it's the, uh, it's what's it's Drakov's daughter that she killed. Oh my god. Yeah. Who is Taskmaster? We know it's not the guy with the plane, uh, who I thought it was going to be, her friend. Like when we oh, saw yeah, him in promotions. Too. Yeah, the guy. I was like, oh, that's Taskmaster. That's that's the Taskmaster Taskmaster. That's him for sure. But then we see him deliver the mail with the serum in it. Okay, like like, okay. So the movie's telling me early on that's not him. So I'm like, and then I see that he kills the daughter, or that she kills the daughter, I'm like, okay, it's probably the daughter coming back. And oh. so it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a difficult reveal for me to unpack, and they, it might be the same for everyone. Like, um, but like having it be like, oh, someone from your past that you thought they died, and that they're back and they're fighting you, and like they're your masked villain, your arch nemesis who has this personal history with you, and it's a big reveal. It literally just felt like the Winter Soldier all over again, and I was like. Why? Why do they do this? Why not just have it be like actual Taskmaster? Uh, no, and, no, yeah, I don't feel that but, way. But 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 again, but again, not even just that. Like, I felt really underwhelmed by the Taskmaster fights. Like, I feel like we, I feel <sighs> like we saw a Taskmaster fight for five minutes in the movie altogether at most. No, you're you're not wrong. Um, yeah, and I was like, Taskmaster is like, I I wanted to see more of like the gimmick of Taskmaster yeah. and the mimics of the fights, not just like vaguely doing similar moves, but like I wanted to see more of it. Cause it's such a, it's such a, an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Oh my God. Like the costume. I hate love the costume. Hate the costume. Hate the costume. Like, okay. That's so, when, when, I love, <laughs> I love that we are not like cohesive about this. Cause it's really no. like entertaining. Okay. So in, in, in Sony's Spider-Man video game and in oh Marvel's God. Avengers video game, we had yeah. two rad Taskmaster costumes from Marvel Studios in the last couple of years. Uh, with Avengers video game having a good Taskmaster design and Spider-Man, a different studio. Have, and Sorry, Sony with Spider-Man video game, a different studio having a similarly great Taskmaster design. Yeah. And then we have like this, this like bucket helmet with like a really vague skull engraving in it. Yeah. Uh I, I was and disappointed. It felt it felt like the it felt like just like a lazy costume that like the MCU is kind of known for sometimes. Like kind of like doing like a a not having the balls to go for like a comic book accurate costume with some characters and giving them just like, oh, here's like a leather suit with like your colors on it. Like that's what it kind of felt like to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I okay. Taskmaster. This is my thing. Taskmaster is a B-list villain. Um. And so them people taking like the origin of the Taskmaster like so importantly to heart. I was like, I un- yeah. I understand your displeasure with, uh, the reveal. Personally, I I'm just kind of glad it wasn't the same person it was in the comics, which may make me mm. like the worst fan. I was just like, give me. <laughs> Because, like, at the end of the day, I just don't think it matters who the Taskmaster is as long as they no. have those abilities. Yeah. And I think you're yeah. right. It's more, of a, it's more of a suit than, like, a person. Like, it doesn't need to be a person. It's kind of more like a, yeah. an identity with those kind of abilities. 
I think, you know, going back to Arrow season two, it could have definitely been like a death stroke. Like that's that's kind of who, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's Marvel has definitely their own takes on on DC characters as death stroke. Yeah. But like and you guys know who I'm referring to, but the, <laughs> I think Taskmaster is more along those lines uh, of that yeah. character. And it, yeah. therefore, it has the potential. And I think Taskmaster is one of the coolest villains. I actually, I bought recently, uh, last last year, the first appearance of Taskmaster. And I think, because mm. I love that character. I think I think the character is so cool. But it's like, yeah. I, I just think the idea of the character is cool. It's not like I hold them so close to my heart because I'm like, you're a B-list character. Like I, I, yeah. I like a lot more characters more than you. And so the, but with, with the costume, yeah, the costume was fine. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was so bad. Like, cause also how yeah. do you make a freaking like a cape, a hood in pirate boots with, with a skull mask work. I'm like, no, they tried no. their best and I'm okay with it. I think there's a way to split the difference between those two things. This one, yeah. this felt a little bit more, a bit more reserved than to my liking. But, but again, and this is where I kind of get back into, and I, and again, like I, I, I was upset by, I was not upset. I was like underwhelmed by the taskmaster of, of it all. Yeah. But it's like, again, you know, Drakeoff's daughter doesn't necessarily need to be taskmaster going forward. It could be somebody else takes the suit yeah. because we learn it's not her ability. It's the suit that does it. So oh. it's a suit that memorizes the abilities. And then it, like with the chip, like she learns it and stuff like that. So it's technology, like a lot of things in the MCU, not actual powers. So somebody else could easily take up that mantle and become taskmaster in the MCU and kind of become this, you know, villain kind of like a Zemo hovering in the background doing shenanigans. Um, yeah, or like a, a gun for hire. You know what I mean? There's yeah, no, or a gun. For, yeah, a, a mercenary. Like, like we know Taskmaster is. Yeah, exactly. And so I think yeah. that, uh, you know, I I didn't mind the villain. The reveal, like, I understand the problems with the reveal, but like for me, you know, if I was to critique it, because I think, I think you're, I I do like what, where you're at. Like, I I think I see your logic, yeah. and I and I really I see where you're coming from with that. For me, I didn't think it was so close to to Bucky because I was like they I I I you know I'm more glad than anything it wasn't like Yelena was Taskmaster you know what I mean because I think no, so yeah, many people yeah. wanted that I, I was like no no and I, and I wouldn't and, I, and, and again on the flip side I wouldn't want someone like it'd be too obvious to have somebody in her family be Taskmaster like a lot of yeah. people thought it was gonna be Rachel Vice. like oh yeah. Rachel Vice can be Taskmaster uh that's too that's again too obvious like I don't really need that um so it's like, but again, this gets into my problem with the movie and how much it's like Civil War. It's like, you know, you have this like force of nature who is like the mysterious masked person who's causing problems for you and like owning you in the battlefield. And, oh, look, it's someone, it's someone from your past who you're responsible for their fate and they're brainwashed and they're not really responsible for their actions. And it's actually this other person who's behind them who is pulling the strings and they're the real villain of the movie. Uh, yeah. You know, we had, we had... Robert Redford and Winter Soldier pulling the strings of Bucky and he's the real villain. And again, this is going to get Drake off and it's his daughter and he's pulling the strings and she's not responsible because he's brainwashed and someone from Natasha's past is responsible for it. It's like, it, they're very similar. Like the, like it's the inspiration, the inspiration is very clear. Um, and again, it's not a problem. Like, I mean, it's like in general, it's not a problem. Cause I think the movie works in a lot of ways outside of that. And, and I think the way it comes together, like it felt, it still felt new in a lot of in other ways. But again, it's like it's hard to ignore 
like just the redoing of a lot of stuff that worked in Winter Soldier. It's like we could do other things. We don't have to just redo this stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, it is what it is. I like, yeah, no, it's, again, you know what's so funny? Like, with those critiques, I still don't think, like, I, again, like, I think for me, it was just, like, how much fun the movie was, like, spoke the loudest to me. Like, that was really where I was yeah. like, I got a kick out of all of it. And even, even yeah. you know, the whole jailbreak scene, the whole... Uh, that was that was great. The yeah. great, like, because, like, I didn't think, like, you know, really, like, whether or not I think all the pieces came together to make, like, a perfect pie or whatever. And I think that... The the pieces by themselves, like some of the pieces individually, were just so good, and and that's yeah. what sticks out to me the most. And and again, these problems I have, like these, I mean, these these are problems I have. There are issues I have, and they're not ones not ones I can really ignore. But the movie still works more than it doesn't work for me. Yeah, like yeah, seeing, like yeah. seeing, like seeing, yeah, like seeing Scarlett Johansson in this role as Natasha, and seeing how good she is in this part. Like she carried this movie so well yeah. to where at times when I was seeing these similarities, I was able to forget them while I was watching it because what was happening on screen, everybody was doing such a great job with it. Um, and yeah, there's things like the mind control and like the pheromones, like that's kind of, it's kind of dumb, but it's like, this is a make believe universe where a lot of dumb stuff happens. So it was like, who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah okay. And again, it's like, like that, yeah, that, that, those performances are so strong that I, I overall had such a good time in the movie. Okay, my que- if I was to have a problem with this movie, and actually I kind of want to open, that, open this up to a question, I think for me, and I don't want to come off like any sort of way politically here, I thought the, the, one of the themes of the main conflict of the movie was uh-huh. female autonomy and like, what, yeah. like free will with women. How did that... How did you feel about that? How did that resonate with you? Like I had, I think it, it was a very fine line they walked, and I was like, yes. I, I, I feel like that that narrative has been done a lot. I thought they balanced something yeah. like that better than like I guess uh, Captain Marvel did. Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait, wait. So again, and it's like it's, and and I, and I think that I mean okay, so it's hard to it's hard to ignore the context of the environment that this movie was made in. And how few of these movies there are, and kind of like the hurdles that they've literally had to go through to get these kinds of films made. Um, so in that sense, it's like okay, like you've gone through so much and so many like closed doors just to try to get to this movie, like in theaters, um, and get anyone like in power to pay attention to it. So it's like in that sense, like okay, like I understand, like I, I think there is there is room for some vindication from that to be like okay, like no, like. You know, we got here. We're going to, like, show you what we're made of and, like, yeah. you know, kind of give this message that you were supp- like you were suppressing this message. So we should probably add some of this message into the movie. Um, and so I think this film does it way better than Captain Marvel did. So where Captain Marvel kind of felt like a little preachy at times. So yeah. I was like, I, I completely am behind you and this message you were saying. But this message you were saying is kind of distracting from some of the narrative points in this movie um, or some of like the, the interesting parts of this movie. But with this one, like seeing just like a bunch of black widows, like kicking ass 
and like seeing like Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh and Rachel Weisz like absolutely crushing it in this world. Uh, I I didn't I wasn't distracted by any kind of messaging that might have been going on. Um, yeah, that and was again, the, and if, yeah, go ahead. Oh, thanks. That that was the one area where I was like, I was like, I'm like, oh, does that really have to be like? Because I'm like, <laughs> it's never like that for men. Like, you know, all the hundred thousand other Marvel movies that we have with yeah. males leading. I'm like, how come it? I'm like, where's the for for I guess. Uh, off the top of my head, for men, it's always like legacy. Like, what is my legacy? Yeah. Like, how come that can't be like a theme for a female hero in this movie? I'm like, yeah, it, it works just as well. But I'm like, how? No, yeah. this one has to do with autonomy and like, I'm in control of my body. And like, this thing, I'm, I guess, socially, like, whatever. Not trying to get preachy here, but it's just like, I, I agree yeah. with everything you're trying to set up and lay out. But I'm like, how come this had to be the, you know, the, and this is like menial, very tiny part of this movie. And yeah. so it's very nitpicky, yeah. but almost like that was the one issue where I was like, come on, like guys, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. anything and else. I, I, yeah. And I think in this one, like I can think of maybe like one scene where like that kind of thing is mentioned. Uh, and it's ever once like one scene. Cool. Like you said, the, like you said it, yeah. we're all in agreement. Like that's cool. And like, we can like, keep going now. I think, I think when it becomes like, I think that's, distracting from the story or like what this character is trying to learn and achieve. Uh, then it's like, okay, that is a bummer. But it's like, I think in this world, like, you know, Natasha and Rachel Vice kind of being in control of things and kind of like captaining the ship makes way more sense. Like, yeah. And, and, and kind of like preaching that message as well. You know, it's like, it's the black widow program. Like they aren't interested in having men, like in those positions, because the very point of it is like, you know, because people underestimate women and yeah. like, because of that, like they are able to do really incredible things and like defy those expectations and like, you know, assassinate people. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, I didn't have, I didn't have a problem with that. Cause like all the other stuff, like it felt so, I don't know. It just felt good. Like it felt good in this movie for me. Um, I, and like seeing how, you know, obvious or like overt some of that stuff is in Captain Marvel. Like anything less than that doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Cause it didn't really yeah. bother me that much in Captain Marvel either. I was just like, okay, this is obvious. And I like, I get, I get why you're saying this, but it, it was a lot less than this movie. I think. Yeah. And, I just and again, like it felt like action, the actions spoke for themselves in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I'm like, we don't, I don't need another story of a man controlling a woman because I'm like, I'm not pro that. And so I'm like, yeah. I, I just, I was like, ah, oh, can we like move away from that and just tell other, another story? Yeah. But like again, yeah. unfortunately, that was uh, a, I, th- I think it was a small part of the plot because the whole yeah, th- there's so many other things that I just adored and like that had my like because then you know whatever the scene after that it's like her jumping out of freaking helicarrier <laughs> and I'm like this is the best thing ever. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I had that. I was like, alrighty, well, I'm here now. Um, yeah, but. Okay, so I guess I have a. I only have a couple more questions. Uh, Any of them? Who was your favorite character? Uh, I think I think Natasha. It and again and again like this is and again another problem is like we know her fate, so like anything that yeah. happens to her in this movie, like I'm not worried for her. Like when she's fighting, uh, uh, not Gorbachev. That's a real Russian person. Um, <laughs> when she's fighting Drakov. Um, 
and he's like beating her up. It's like I'm not really worried for her because I know she's gonna be. I she. I know she's gonna survive this. Like this yeah. isn't really that big a deal because her death is still so fresh. Like it, her death is the last thing we saw in our Marvel movie. Um. Uh. Oh. Okay. Minus Spider Man far, far from Home, but like the the last big Avengers movie that we saw, like one of the central pieces was her dying. And so that is still so fresh in my mind and that her fate to that's what I'm actually thinking about when watching this movie. And it's like, okay, like that and again, like talk about like those stakes are gone. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so, but I, but I thought, I think she has like evolved in this character in so many good ways, interesting ways to where I feel like the character we're seeing now is so vastly different than the one we saw in, Iron Man 2 or in Avengers or even in Captain America uh, Winter Soldier. Like, I feel like she has been become such like an emotional rock and like a, like a binding rock for this, like for this universe. Um, And we kind of, we saw that in Endgame. Like we saw like the impact that she had in that, in that film and kind of how she was leading the Avengers after the snap. Um, So, yeah. So seeing her kind of like going and like, patching patching together this family that was torn apart like for this like common goal and its purpose like i really love seeing her just do everything in this movie like i didn't have yeah i, I was enjoying everything and, and Florence Pugh was really good too like i'm really excited to see more of her but i think scarlett johansson is like has such a good hold on this role uh it makes me want to see more and it's sad that we won't yeah that's that's my other thing is like no matter what again like they really kind of after after with the stakes of this movie because yeah. I'm like, oh man, I really, really, really would love to be able to see a sequel, but none of it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is the only time where I'd I'd like to see a, uh, a sequel. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. like to see. Yeah. I'd like to see a, a not the only time. What are we talking about? I love sequels. I mean, no, yeah, like, yeah. no matter how well this movie does, it it, it kind of doesn't matter. Like it's a, pretty much a last hurrah, and like. Yeah. All the stakes are brushed to the side, and then, like it was, it was just kind of like another thing. A lot of character setup, but I'm like, yeah, how come? Like, it, yeah, this is the one time where I'd want. This is what I was trying to say earlier. In the comics, where they kill off a character, but everyone knows the character's gonna come back later. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm like, let's do that here now. You let's know? bring her back. Yeah, Mul- Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Let's bring her back. Yeah, baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, it happened with Gamora. How come it can't happen yeah. with her? Like, yeah, exactly. Literally, it happened I mean, with Loki. It's, it's possible. Yeah, it's it's possible. Everybody, nobody's really dead. Yeah, I'm except like, except Quicksilver because that... except Quicksilver because uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's playing uh, Craven the Hunter now. So yeah, yeah, I'm like except for Quicksilver, and then it, like there's freaking three others with that too. I'm like Bane is yeah, Venom. Exactly. What is life like? <laughs> it's, it's yeah. So um, okay, last last two questions. Uh, what did you think of the post credit scene? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I mean, I'm exci- so you know Valentina, as we know her as Madame Hydra. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, a villainous character. Uh, you know, whatever she's doing is not for good reasons. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see. I'm excited. Like I and again, like I'm excited to see like the kind of. You know, whether it's a Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers or whatever kind of team she's putting together. There's no difference. Um, yeah. I, Those I'm, are the I'm same team. See, same team. I'm excited to see where yeah. these things will go. Because I like John Walker. I'm excited to see more of him. Um, I like where they left him at the end of that show. Um, 
And I love Florence Pugh as like the new black de facto black widow. Um, and yeah. And, and we'll see this on the Hawkeye show that's coming out. This is she year. the villain. Is that like what's happening? So she's in the show. I, what I, what I assume it'll be like is that they'll fight, they'll punch for a little bit and then they'll come to, come to an agreement and work together to fight some broader villain, which is how all these things always go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I assume it'll be very much like that. Basically, I'm your so classic excited. Batman v Superman situation. Exact, exact. Honestly, it's every every time there's a like civil war. Anytime there's a conflict between superheroes, uh, they always fight for a minute, and they're best friends, and they fight to you know beat some big bad guy. Having an Avengers it happens in literally almost every single one of these movies. That's the best part. Yeah, it literally yeah. is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy three with Thor and crap. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, Star Lord. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then last question, because also I, I really liked it actually, and like it was yeah. just kind of, I don't know. For me, it was very much one of those like, like I had to take a step back moments where like I saw, I saw her and I was like, oh wow, like wait, like you're not. Well, I did watch it in my bedroom. You watched in the theater, but I watched at home. I saw it. And so uh, maybe that changed our experiences too. But it yeah, was, I think it, it was watch. It was. I was like, oh wow, like. Because the, 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 watching it as the show, like seeing her in Falcon or Soldier, then seeing mm-hmm. her in this, I was like, oh, wow, like that's, whoa, like you're in the movies yeah. now. It was yeah. jarring. Yeah. But in the best way, because it was almost like, and I don't mean to put it that high, but it was almost kind of like just like seeing Nick Fury for the first time or like something where it's like, well, you're totally and she's very much that, And she's like that kind of character too. She's like a dark Nick Fury. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it's intentional too. Yeah. So. And so that was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I was. That. That was just very exciting. And then she like kind of set up something really cool, which is like, oh wow. And she like she's the devil on your shoulder, and I really like. Yes. That. Yes. I didn't get that vibe yeah. from her in in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So to see that here now, I was like, oh, I really liked the way they did that. Yeah. Yeah. I. Because I love Julia Louis Dreyfus, um, and so I'm really excited to kind of see what what kind of fun stuff they're going to let her do. Cause she's like such an amazing actor. So I'm excited to see like what other stuff she'll do in the, in the universe. Yeah. Um, okay. My last question as, as every, every as Give every me. episode, what do Give we, me. what do we rate this out of 10 baby? Oh, uh, well it's rare that I give like a Marvel movie below like a five. Cause even what? the worst one, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm not giving wait. it a five. I'm not <laughs> giving like, it a five. No, 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 no. Give me like, a sec. Dang. Give me a second. I'm just telling you my grading scale for Marvel movies. Oh like, gosh. the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen, I, I wouldn't grade it below a five. I probably wouldn't even grade it below a six. Um, oh, wow. You know, like, like Thor The Dark World or, you know, which is probably the worst MCU movie. Yeah. I'd give it, like, a six. Uh, there's still a lot of good stuff in that movie. Um... So that being said, I had my issues with it. I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I didn't like it, but there were still some glaring issues I had. So I give it a solid 7.3. Okay, that's not bad. I thought you were a religious pick. I'd give it a 4.9. I'm like, what no, the hell? No. <laughs> no, I'm going to give it a 7. I'm going to give it a 7. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a solid seven. Se- I, think, I think it earned seven? a 7. No, it's great. Yeah, that's great. I give it, I think, like an 8.2. I just love okay. it. There's some problems, yeah. but I'm also like, damn, like for me it's always enjoyability over Yeah. 
if I had more fun than I had problems, then like, man, and I just, I thought this movie was just so much fun. And like, yeah, it's also, it was long overdue and, and in more ways than just yeah. like how long it took for Black Widow to get a solo movie. I just meant like, man, I needed some like theatrical MCU. Content. It was, it was nice to see an MCU movie in theaters. And it wasn't like, something too complicated. It was just like, yeah. yeah. You, you got to go to a theater and watch it. Cause like it was kind of an emotional experience, like being there on opening night. I got like my popcorn again, first time back in a theater, and oh, it's like man. that was your first. Oh. Actually, that was my second. I saw a Quiet Place like a day, the day before. Oh wow, um, back to back. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw I saw Quiet back. Place. Yeah, that was good too. Uh, I like that a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> Emily Blunt, baby, bring it in. Emily Blunt, dude, bring her in. She's got the shoddy. Um, oh, but. Yeah, like I, I think I also enjoyed it more because I was in that theater experience again. Like, wow, like I'm in this. This is happening. I'm, en- I'm enjoying this with a crowd of people, and I'm eating candy and popcorn. And my wife is next to me, and <laughs> she is enjoying this as much as she can because she doesn't really like these movies that much, but she does like yeah. them in some way, and yeah. I appreciate that. She um, had to like the freaking Taskmaster fight at least. Gosh, I'm like, or else Jack. I'm yeah, she didn't like the reveal because it was just like a Bucky and Winter Soldier. But yeah. and that's what you, and you're, and you, were like, you were like, you were like, yeah, you're like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you said that's why but, I married you. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm, but I'm really excited. I feel good about Phase Four and yeah, like yeah. the next set of movies that are coming out. Especially, and I know you're hating on Loki. But especially after finishing the Loki finale today, I'm more excited than ever to see movies that are coming out. So you got to finish that episode. We'll talk about it later. I I literally have like five (laughs) minutes left, and I was like, oh, I've worked, and I have to set up the recording. And then I was like, yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I'd say say an epic finale. I'm... I'm going to rewatch it, and I want to give it its entire series worth. But as of right now, I just don't... I'm like... It, the, it again, it's too complicated for me, and that's not to say that yeah. I'm dumb or something. That's just to say I'm like, yeah, you know, I just know what I like. My like, I don't like Batman in outer space. I like Batman yeah. in Gotham. I like yeah. Black Widow yeah. in Russia, and like Loki. Yeah. I'm like, what? Okay, time and space don't matter anymore. I suppose whatever. And so see, see, I'm, we, I, so I'm a, I'm a Doctor Who lover. Like uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a I'm a Doctor Who super fan, and this show is so heavily inspired by Doctor Who. Where I'm seeing so many things that are happening, I'm like this is 100% Doctor Who right now. So it's like it's like itching every bone in my body, like in a wonderful way. So it's I, it's my favorite MCU Disney Plus show. Okay, I think mine's yeah. mine's Wandavision, which is another hot take, but you know, yeah, I love Wandavision too. I I mean, I think they're all really good. You know, I, all, I got it's I got no yeah. qualms with any of them, no major qualms. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Okay, Jack. Uh, we will see you next time. Well, we'll be together again next time, and we'll do this sooner yeah. than we did this last turnaround. So. Yeah, I'm on some. I'm I'm a, I'm on summer break for school, so I only have like <sighs> two students a day. So I have nothing to do. So. Dang. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll make sure to make this happen. Um. Yep. Again, thank you, everyone. Make sure to uh leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. Five stars. Uh, also subscribe and uh tell your mom about us she'll love us tell your mom she yeah hi (laughs) cool what's up up, mom (laughs) put put your mom over the headphones right now hello yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) this is apple bomb oh my god hello miss apple bottom jeans no it's okay that was weird i'm sorry
It's okay. It's okay. It's good. All right, Jack. We'll see you next time. Love All right. you, mean it. Uh, uh, our hopes and dreams travel with you.